something that I noticed is that I'm in a place in my life where I'm focusing on myself. And a lot of people say, oh, I'm focusing on myself because I'm doing this, I'm doing that. That's great. But where I'm coming from is I'm realizing that all the answers I need are inside of me. You know, a couple months ago, I went through this huge shakeup. You know what I'm saying? It shook me up. It was in August of last year. And it was during the the crust or the the cream or the center of this pandemic. And it shook me up, girl. It shook me up. Or a guy who's listening to this. It shook me up. It shook me up because this was the time where I, I had to sit down. You know, I stopped talking to this guy that I was talking to since the be- since the beginning of the pandemic. And we had this very, you know, interesting connection. But the thing was, we've been talking for a year and a half now at that time, right? And he would always introduce everybody to me as his friend. And I don't want to make this about gender because it's not a gender thing like, oh, he did, I didn't do. This is about two people in a friendship, relationship, who knows what it was, right? But they like each other and they're having sex. So we're talking, whatever, boom, boom, boom. And I realized, I'm like, it's a year and a half later. I've given you so much of me, not just my most valuable asset, which is my body. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I've given to you my mind, my soul, my time, my care, where are we going with this? You know what I'm saying? Are, are, is this a long-term investment or is this a short-term investment? And we didn't have that conversation like that, but in my head, it was kind of, I was going along these lines and it really hurt me because I was kind of like, okay, so we doing all this, blah, blah, blah. And you still introducing people, you're introducing me to people as your friend. And with all due respect, I like I think being a friend is the most honorable thing you could be to somebody, you know, that's not biologically connected to you because that is a respectable role in somebody's life if you're a great friend. Now, the thing was is I don't mind being a friend, but where does the draw where does the line draw um where we separate friendship from romantic relationship? You know what I'm saying? And he never really saw us like that, but yet you very eager and open to have sex with me and open your heart and tell me all your business. So for me personally, if you just have a sex with somebody, you don't even respect them. Why are you telling them your business? You know what I'm saying? Why are you going deep into your life and what you dream about and what you care about and you just see them as a friend or somebody you're hooking up with? With all due respect, I'm not going to give that information to just anybody. And that's one. Number two, I'm not going to give that information to somebody who I consider as a friend, but I'm still doing X, Y, and Z with them. For me, that already is a what? Relationship. And not just any relationship, a romantic relationship. Because you're doing things that are romantic with somebody. And honestly, I really, you know, drew the line and I got tired of being tired. And I said, you know what? 
I'm done with this. So I stopped talking to that individual, boom, boom, boom. And I sat with myself. I sat with God and I said, Lord, I've went far away from you. And I have because and it's not because I was in a situation like that's really not it. I'm in a time where I didn't have my job. I already was, you know, I don't have a job or anything. It's a pandemic. And I had let go of this person I've been talking to for a year and a half. And I don't really have any friends, you know, to go to and, and talk to about this situation. So I'm over here looking at God like, I'm sorry, because clearly I've done something wrong. Clearly there was something I chose to do that wasn't in alignment with peace, prosperity, and honesty. It just, something went off. And, you know, sooner than later, I realized that it's just about being honest. But it comes a point in your life, or maybe it came a point in my life, where I had to sit down and say, wait, this is not the life that I want for myself. I don't want to sit here and lay with somebody who's just looking at me as a friend or somebody that they could tell their whole life to, but won't have the, um, doesn't see me as somebody they want to commit to romantically. Because at the end of the day, you're doing everything in the book that has to do with romantic relationships, but you don't want to call it that. You don't want to do that. And with all due respect, I know what I want to do. I want a relationship. I want something long-term. I'm only investing in long-term. If it's short-term, I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's an emergency or something's happening in the household where I have to get certain things. You know what I'm saying? I'll go ahead and invest short-term, whether it's like some furniture or something real quick. You know, but this is a relationship. This is not something you can buy. So if... It's not something that's going to last long relationship-wise. Then why are we sitting here with the I'm still your friend face? I don't mind being somebody's friend. But at the end of the day, with all due respect, if I'm all, if all I'm going to be is your friend, please tell me right now. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm wasting my time. So I was, that was in that, I was in that mindset, right? I was thinking that way. I was like, what's going on? I don't know what to do. You know, God helped me. So I started getting to um, online church. I started seeking God. I started asking for help um, and using the resources that were out on the internet at that time because of the pandemic, all um, churches went virtual. So, you know, I started listening to T.D. Jakes, going back, going back, going back, going back, doing my thing, boom, boom, boom. Um, and I started re slowly but surely, God, I believe, was is still but at that time, it was a restructuring of my life. No longer was I waiting for somebody to call me theirs. You know what I'm saying? I was already, I am already God. So I am God's, I'm God's child. So I don't have to wait for somebody to sit here and choose me. I'm chosen already with all due respect. Just like you're chosen and everybody else is chosen. We're all chosen. So there's no need to sit here and, and cry over something or somebody that doesn't value you as much as God values you. Because at the end of the day, when we read the book, everybody's important. Not one life is less important than the other. So if you want to pursue your career and if you want to follow your dreams and you want to go to the top... Your brother or sister has the right to do the same thing because the lives are equally important. And going into um, that belief and idea and, and, and passion and purpose, I understood that, wait, hold up. If everybody's valuable, that means I'm valuable too. 
And second of all, wait, hold up. Why am I still in the same situation? Why am I stay why am I why am I holding myself back from not just having a deeper relationship with God, but for having a deeper relationship with myself and others? Because when you realize who you are, you start connecting with people who are just like you. And then you enlighten and inspire their lives as they enlighten and inspire you. So I'm missing out on a whole new world, like Aladdin would say, just because I don't want to get on the carpet. And I feel like the carpet was a relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? I think God is the ultimate carpet and not figurative, not not um literally, but figuratively. But being honest, like to be honest, God is the only, first of all, besides being your parent, okay, you're your full-time parent, you know what I'm saying? God is just so beyond what we give God credit for. You know what I'm saying? God is the definition of eternity. You know what I'm saying? In eternity, anything is possible. You know what I'm saying? And we need to, and I I felt like at that point, I needed to stop playing with myself. I need to start being honest and say, wait, God loves me. God knows me. And God is not just loving and knowing, but God also is the creator. So if I need to get to a better place in my life, that is nothing but light work to God, both literally and figuratively. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things that, you know, I had to sit with myself and say, you know what? I'm just going to give myself to God and let God speak to me because I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's the answer. I don't know what I got to stop. I don't know what I got to continue. I don't know if I'm left. I don't know if I'm right. So I'm going to just listen to God and see God and do what I believe is the road to God. You know what I'm saying? And by discernment, because not everybody, you know, is going to tell you where you got to go because not everybody knows where you are but God knows where you are and that changed my life that changed my life I'll be honest with you guys that changed my life I didn't play no games I was like you know what all right let's get to it so fast forward you know we're in today's day right I'm sober you know what I'm saying I was drinking and smoking for 12 years you know what I'm saying? And I'm only 24. I'm going to be 24 this year. So you could think about it. Oh, wait, that's since you was 12 to 13. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when it's been hard, like, I feel like I've been having like this rehab thing going on here because I'm letting go of smoking and drinking. And it's hard because it's all around me. I smell it. I see it everywhere. And I, especially summer's coming. So, you know, everybody's hot girl in summer. And it's hard for me. Now I understand, okay, this is what AA addicts go through. This is what people who are addicted to drugs go through. They go through this period where they're actually trying to cross the bridge. But everybody on the other, everybody on the side that they're leaving is telling them, come, come, come back, come back. And they have to realize, like, wait, hold up, that's not good for me. You know what I'm saying? That's not healthy for me. That's not what's going to keep me happy and alive and healthy. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole transition. Letting go of a relationship that wasn't going nowhere. Letting go of ideas and beliefs that, you know, I'm still letting go of. You know what I'm saying? That are just not correct and healthy and happy. And just also letting go of substances. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because I've been abusing those substances. And it's really hit me to the point 
that was the car y'all but it's really hit me to the point where i sat with myself and realized that i am more than this i am more than an alcoholic i'm more than a drug addict i'm more than um a side piece that has no name and you could be a side piece to somebody who does, who's not in a relationship, trust me. Because they could prioritize everything else in their life but you, just by the way. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not my past. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I've been in these situations. Yes, I've done these things. Yes, I've been through age and back. But I'm not going to sit here and let my life, the rest of my life tell that story. You know what I'm saying? Because it's already been told. So it's time for me to step somewhere new, to do something new, and move on with myself. Because I'm not in the position anymore that I used to be, but I'm in a healthier, happier position where I could help somebody. You know what I'm saying? And we need to come to that point in our lives where we stop focusing on, oh, well, he said, she said, she said, he said, and say, wait, what did God say? Because nine times out of ten, what God's saying is what you need to hear. And I said nine times out of ten because there's that one time out of ten where you're not listening to God. And you're that, there's somebody else speaking. You know what I'm saying? Which is sometimes your fear, your guilt, etc. But we need to pay attention as a unit to what God is saying. And like I said, if you don't believe in God, you can listen to your intuition. You can listen to that still voice in your head. They are in the same family. You know what I'm saying? I promise you. There's people who say, oh, I follow my intuition my whole life and my life has been great. That is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Your intuition. And this I was having a conversation about this earlier, you know, with myself. There's, I want to, I want to set an example. There's two different things, impulse and intuition. Impulse, you're going to know why you're doing this. So I have an impulse to drink coffee. You know why you want to do this, right? You know that you like coffee. Now an instinct. Instinct is different than impulse because instinct, you'll never know why. But it's equally as pressing or it can be subtle. So impulse is a very loud, this is what I want. Instinct is a very solid, this is what I'm choosing. And sometimes the choice you make in terms of an instinct is not always going to make sense to you. And that's what makes it different than an impulse. The impulse is something based on patterns, experiences, knowledge, or some type of connection that you've seen in the real world. Instinct, it's a decision or a choice or something that stands out to you for a reason that you are not aware of at that time. That you may learn its purpose, you may learn its reason as time goes on, but when you make that choice, when you feel that instinct, you don't understand why. You just think and you say and you do, right? And you're like, well, I hope this works. That, those type of choices are usually your instinct and that's your intuition. Impulses are, oh, I'm going to get that red car. I like red. That's impulse. Instinct is you know what? I'm actually going to get the Jeep. I don't know why. I never really thought about it before, but I'll just get the Jeep this time because, you know, why not? That's an instinct. And instinct is so subtle. That's why a lot of people say, oh, I don't know what my intuition is telling me. Your intuition is telling you what you don't know. 
That's why sometimes when you're hearing your intuition speak, you're kind of like, wait, is that is that really for me? Because you never really knew if it was for you. That's what makes it different than an impulse. An impulse is based on previous experience, knowledge, or connections to the real world. You may not have thought about it before, but you see somebody with it. Or you may have not thought about it before, but you may have seen it in a prior event. So I'll set another example. Let's say you have to choose a job and you have um, one offer on the table and you're online looking for a bunch of offers. Let's say you're online looking for a bunch of offers and you're like, oh, that sounds good. And it says um, communications director, you know, in charge of managing people and organizing information. And you're like, okay, that sounds good. I don't, I never did this before. I don't know why, but it sounds good. That's your instinct. Impulse is, um, let's say you see communications liaison, liaison, and it says, you know, head starting salary five hundred thousand. Da 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 da. You do this, you do that, da 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 da, and then you see a company says golden gold. You're like, oh, I've seen golden gold before. Let me go with that. That's an impulse because you've seen those information. You've seen the information, not the position. The information of the title. You say, wait, hold up. I see $500,000. That's a connection to the real world. Now, I'm not saying that your instinct, you're not going to see stuff that you that are existing real time. But the difference is, is that the only reason you chose that choice was because of the money and the company. But instinct says, forget the company, forget the money and you might actually go with the instinct and realize wait that's actually how much i wanted anyways but you're not looking there instinct is based on information that you are not that you did not previously think about so when you saw the communications director you didn't think about oh let me direct people or manage people but you read it and you feel good about it and you choose it you may not know what it really entails of. You may know by reading it, but you've maybe never had that experience. You may never have seen somebody who's a communications director, but you feel safe with that choice for some weird reason. But when you look at communications liaison, the only reason you feel safe with that reason is because you know the company and you know how much you're paying. So that is the difference between impulse and instinct. Impulse, you feel comfortable because you've seen information you've seen before in that choice. So you say, oh, it must be good because I know this company or I know this thing or I know this thing or this color or this feeling. Instinct is, I don't know what this is, but I know what it's saying because I know you got to manage people, you got to do this, but I don't really know the company. I don't know how much they pay. I don't know much after that. But I don't mind going into that because it feels like I may I, I may do good, but I don't know. I really don't know. So that's the difference. Impulse is always gonna it's impulses are never gonna surprise you. They will arouse your ego. Like they will say, Oh, you know this and you know that about this company, you know this about this person, and you know this about this car, and you know this about this apartment. But instant will surprise you. Instinct will look very plain and simple. Oh, this is a regular job, whatever. Cool, they have a little managing position, or this apartment building is pretty cool. It's nice, it's clean, it's pretty basic, whatever. But then, boom, something along the road 
shows you, oh, this is why I was meant to be here. Guess what? This plain, simple apartment complex actually has access to this place I'm actually going to be working at. But I didn't know that. I just knew that it was fitting my bill. So instinct or impulse versus instinct, two different things. So once again, if you don't believe in God, you need to understand these two differences because they will help you even if you don't believe in God, follow your true purpose. Because I believe that everything is connected. I believe that God doesn't make it too so difficult for anybody who might have issues with um, believing in him or her or it. God doesn't make it difficult. God makes it very simple, very cut, very easy. Either you choose what you've always known because you heard it was good, or you choose something because it actually feels good. And even though you may not know all the details, you're just going to go with it because it makes sense somehow. You know what I'm saying? No one told you it made sense, but you told yourself it made sense. And that's why it's going to make sense down the line. So, you know, you know, rerouting back to what we were talking about earlier, it's just like I realized in this time that this is a time for me to hone into my instinct. And I believe that God is my instinct. You know what I'm saying? I believe that God is inside me. I believe that God is leading me through my inst- intuition and the Holy Ghost, because I believe that's the Holy Ghost. But like I said, if you don't believe it's just your intuition, you know what I'm saying? Call it what you want it. But I definitely believe that God is speaking to me slowly but surely. I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm acting. I'm going through it and I'm going with it. But it's a journey and I have to be gentle with myself. And I hope that anybody out there that feels this way can understand that it's part of the process. It's not easy. It's not easy to move forward into a relationship with yourself. After letting go of somebody else. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not what you've always done. When you do something, like I said, that's based on instinct. That you'd have never done before. But somehow it, it just makes sense to you. Because of what had happened. Or maybe because of what you, you, you know, it just makes sense. It's not going to be easy. You're, you're going into Netherland. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how's it going to happen, but it's going to happen. But the, the main idea is that we need to make a choice and say, you know what? I'm done following my impulse. My impulse is to just get the next guy and do this and do that. But my instinct is let me focus on myself and see what else is there in myself because I don't know everything about myself and I want to learn. Yes, I may know one or two or three things. But I want to know what I'm good at. I want to know what I'm passionate about. I want to know what's my purpose. I want to know what makes my life important because I am important. I am important like the next person is the next person is the next person. So if that person following their dreams, you also have authority in your life to follow your dreams. And that whole giving it over to somebody else is not the game. It's not the play. You know what I'm saying? Follow, follow your intuition. That's what I learned in this time. Follow your intuition, Morelli, because you will be happy. You will be happy. You will be happy. And that's what I believe God is gearing me towards. And in the next, these months, the only reason I've been sober is because of God. 
I'm not gonna take no credit for that. I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, it was Joe, Bob, and, and Sue. Got it all by himself, all by himself. And I really just take note of what works and what doesn't work. And if it don't work, let it go. And if it do work, keep it. But it's really that simple. And when we walk in the simplicity and the truth and the light of life, we make healthier choices. I'm not saying it's gonna be easier. I'm not gonna I'm not saying it's gonna be harder. I'm just saying it's gonna be what it is for you at whatever time it is. Maybe it's easier to let go of people for you, but it's harder to hold on to yourself, like me. Or maybe it's harder to let go of people, but easier to hold on to yourself. You know, everybody has different issues. But what you need to do is look at those issues as lessons and take notes and go to class and pass the test of life. Pass the test because guess what? You can and you will. There's tutors. Like in school, there's tutors in life. There's people here to support you. There's people here to uplift you and teach you and guide you along the way. You're not alone. So that's why I'm learning in my life that you're not alone. Like, I'm in my own journey. I'm doing my own thing. But I'm not alone. There's people who've been through worse or even less that can help me. Look at that. So being open to who is there for you, arms wide open, is a blessing. Because, yes, you can close your arms to what's not for you. But you can definitely open your arms to what is. So with all due respect, I leave y'all with a message. Don't forget who you are because who you are is who you always be. And let's stop associating who we are with our past because that does not equal each other. You, Like I said, who, who you are, what you do are two different things. So don't ever think, oh, because I did this and that, I'm this. No, relax, sit down. Who you are and what you do are two different things. Yes, you can make choices that are like who you are. And yes, you can make choices that are not who you are. But be wise enough to know the difference and be wise enough to give yourself grace that maybe you make make choice you may make choices that are not like yourself to forgive yourself and keep it pushing. And if you make choices that are like yourself, to give yourself a round of applause and be humble and keep walking forward. And as you do that with yourself, I tell myself I do that with other people. I'm not going to sit here and put an expectation on myself that I won't put on others. Let me tell you something. I expect people to be who they are. But I also expect people to choose what they choose. If you're going to choose what you're choosing, I'm not going to judge you. And I'm not going to hold that against you. I'm going to just keep it pushing and adapt and flex the way I can to that certain circumstance. But I always know that who you are will never change. And who you are is a great person. Now, what you choose to do is your own business. And that's on your account. But my job is not to review your account. My job is to love you no matter what. Because you're still a great person no matter what hell or what heaven you bring on earth. And that's what we got to start doing. Know that at the end of the day, we're a family. Everybody needs each other. And stop the boo-boo-ness. Stop act, let's all stop acting like we fools in this house because we're not. We're not. Everybody's too smart for everything that we choosing to do or not do. So I'll leave that right there. And I thank you for listening and giving me a time and a space to reflect, to talk to you, 
to have great conversation. And I hope that you take your message with you, that you're important, you're valued, and you're happy, and you're healthy. And if you're not those things right now, remember you are those things. You may just be in a different space. And let's give her each other grace and say, you know what? I, I may not want to get up right now, but I still know I'm popping. I may not want to say sorry right now, but I still know I'm popping. You know why? Because you empowering yourself is going to help you make that next step and say, you know what? I'm so awesome that I am going to forgive because I'm tired of this. And that's that. So thank you for listening. I hope to see you next time or hear you next time or speak to you next time. And I hope this message helps you feel empowered, healthy, and happy. And in Jesus' name, amen.